0: Hey, Raina. Hey, Meg. How's it going? I mean, pretty good. How about yourself? Good. Good. It's like, tis the season. Tis the season for dirty Santa jokes. What? It's like holiday season. We were just like, you know, we, we, the paranormal jokes, as much as we love them, there's only as, there's only so many.
1: There's only so many, you know, why'd the ghost go to the bar? Right. And
0: so we both feel like, you know, because it is, the season is upon us. The season. That may be some dirty holiday jokes. <laughs> Can't
1: find any of those. No, none.
0: Just kidding. There's so many, you guys. I'm so sorry ahead of time. Okay. Um, I hope you didn't read these because you and I were looking for the same ones. But um, what's the difference between Tiger Woods and Santa? Oh, no. Got to be something to do with balls. Santa was smart enough to stop at three hoes. <clears throat> <laughs> Okay. Want another one? Oh boy. What's the most disappointing thing for a man on Christmas morning? What? When he gets a sweater. But he's hoping for a screamer or a moaner. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh. I'm wheezing. Oh. Solid, solid
1: Santa jokes. All right. Here's a really good one. Okay.
0: Okay. This is appropriate. Kid appropriate-ish. Why did the Grinch rob the grocery store? Why? He was desperate for some holiday spirit.
1: (laughs) You had to do it with the voice. Yeah. Yeah, you did. It was my opportunity. Yeah, you did. You've been wanting to use the Grinch voice. like... Sure have. It's coming back. coming back. Hello and welcome to Lunatic Soup, the podcast where we go into all things wild, weird, and unknown. We're your host, Meg. And
0: I'm Raina. Ready to brew up some Lunatic Soup?
1: Let's go. I am so excited for our cider What When am I not excited
0: for our cider? I mean, I feel like we say that every time. But, but. I, but how fun is it? Let's just say this. Like, I know you guys, I don't know how many of you guys love the cider thing, but like that every week we get to try a new cider. Like how, like we love cider. We get to do it. Like it's such a fun part of the podcast to it get is. to do it. And like, so we were just in Port Gamble for the Port Gamble conference, a mm-hmm. uh, paranormal conference. And um, so we got to get some local ciders from mm-hmm. this part of the country that we normally Don't Don't go over to that area. So, Mm -hmm. like, these were some very local ciders to them. It's like when we get them, you know, anywhere. Did I pick this one or did Boo Boo? Boo Boo chose this. I was in line and I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot to get a cider. Go get it. So this one is Alpine Fire from Port Townsend, Washington. Oh, we do love Port Townsend. Um, and it is a glow early red. So it's a rosé cider, which we typically love rosé cider. So, and it has a handwritten note on it. You guys, there is a handwritten note. It's a beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, this award-winning single-varietal rosé cider is crafted entirely using the red, fresh early red apples grown at the southern end of the Willamette Valley. Candy apple. Aromas and tropical fruit flavors delight the senses. Um. Okay. Get our sour select cups. But we didn't bring lime to sour slut it, so we're just gonna we're just gonna do it. Where's Boo Boo? Folding his no, laundry. No, we're not gonna. We're... son of a biscuit eater! Ow! Just attacked myself with the bottle opener. You guys, this is seriously dangerous business. Opening I know. wine. Do we need or... to
1: get like business insurance over here. We
0: probably do. Oh my God. Almost well, traumatic. I almost lost a thumb there. Okay, well, now this is just being ridiculous.
1: Okay. Oh man. Oh, we're just filling it right up, aren't we? Why
0: wouldn't, what else are we supposed to do, not? You're right. Did it say the ABV on there? <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't do that. So it is a- Oh, 8%? 8% best served 45 to 55 degrees. Perfect. I mean, I'm excited because it's award-winning, so let's go. That might be one of my favorite ones we've that almost is ever had. Really good. I wonder if it's award-winning. Holy wow, cow. wow, it is such a mixture between like your typical rosé, like an actual wine rosé, and then, but then it's, it's also
1: and it's so crisp. Yeah,
0: and um, aroma of melanin strawberry. They tracked down the apple for its unique color and were astounded by the flavor intensity that accompanied its light tannins. So tannins are... what? Do you know what tannins are?
1: No, I've known... Would you like to... Your husband has tried to tell me before. History lesson. It's like how
0: a telephone works. Okay, well, let's be clear. It's not... This is just like... The easiest way to explain it is what... If you ever drink wine and it makes your tongue feel a certain way, you can feel... No. It's like, almost like numb or fuzzy on your tongue. Okay. That's what a tannin is. Like, the tannins make it do that. So, like, in my brain,
1: the first thing that comes up are little fuzzy monsters on your tongue. With a shovel?
0: Maybe. (laughs) I don't make the rules. Okay. It could be a fuzzy monster. I mean, that's, you said it's on your tongue. That was my nickname when I was a kid. Fuzzy
1: monster. Technically,
0: it was fuzz monster. Because I had fuzzy hair. And so my dad's best, or my dad and my dad's best friend would sing the Fuzzy Wuzzy song. You know, it's like, Uh -uh. it's the Fuzzy Wuzzy was a bear. Fuzzy Wuzzy had no hair. Fuzzy Wuzzy wasn't very Fuzzy Wuzzy. Wuzzy. I don't know. But anyways, I had fuzzy hair as a kid. And so literally, I, uh was called fuzz monster and then when i went away to college my dad's best friend the one who put shit under the mat of my yeah, car yep. he put a license plate thing on the back of my tr- or on the back of my car to send me to college that said fuzz monster and it was hot pink and i didn't know it was there for so long <laughs> <laughs> so it said fuzz monster on the back of my car for a long time so i you just know.
1: hope we torment each other's children
0: oh like i this. hope so too it's because i feel like it's already kind of happening and it's I so mean. fun Anywho, all right, well, what are we talking about today, Meg? Oh my gosh, I am so excited.
1: Today we are talking about Yuletide Monsters.
0: I am not excited.
1: I am so excited.
0: Creepy and Christmas do not go together. They
1: totally go together.
0: Absolutely do, do not. I'm hoping your episode proves me otherwise, but They're I don't have the faith. Famous not the
1: most famous Christmas story of all time.
0: That, that is absolutely wrong.
1: What about one of the most famous Christmas stories of all time? Which would be A Christmas Carol. That's
0: you're right. Spooky. There are ghosts. I mean, ish. Okay. The Ghost
1: of Christmas Future is pretty damn spooky. You're right;
0: it is a little bit scary. I'll give you that.
1: And I don't know the one the the Muppets Christmas Carol.
0: Yeah, that the, one is that one one's scary. Yeah, yeah, that's really scary. scary. The Ghost of mm-hmm.
1: Christmas Past. I like, mean,
0: okay, that's one Christmas story. That's scary.
1: You heard of Bell Snickle?
0: Nope. (laughs) Well, you're gonna. Great. Can't wait. (laughs) Can't
1: wait. All right. So let's go into Christmas a little bit first. Who is, again, we're going to come at this not from a religious point of view, although there are some overlaps. But when you think of Christmas, what is the figure you think of?
0: Good old Saint Nick. Sandy Claus. Sandy Claus.
1: (laughs) So the story of Santa began, um, there was a Greek, Greek
0: holy shit, I'm going to get a Christmas history lesson? This is so exciting. I didn't realize this.
1: Are you Are you being...
0: No, I am excited. No. Oh. Because I don't <laughs> feel like... But I don't think I know where Santa comes from. Like, really? I, I don't think I do. No. I mean, I, you might tell me and I'll be like, oh, okay, I did I know think that.
1: You'll, I think you'll know bits and pieces. Yeah, but it's just this. like,
0: cool. it's something that you just grow up knowing and you don't... No one's telling you the history on, like, how Santa came about. Right. We, we should talk quiet. My kids are around. Oh, <gasps> Shut up. Shut up, Reyna. Anyways, go. The
1: story of Santa begins with a Greek, the Greek bishop of Myrna, and he eventually became a saint. Mm -hmm. What was his name? Santa Claus?
0: (laughs) Nicholas. Oh. (laughs) Saint Nick, got it.
1: He became the patron saint of sailors, archers, children. Repentant thieves, brewers, and unmarried people. There were a few more in there. Inappropriate? No, not inappropriate. Just, you know, people. 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 Got it. The bishop was said to be a great man who would always say hello to those around him. Very friendly. He was said to save people, and one time he chopped down a tree that was possessed by the devil. Whoa hmm So these people came to him and they go, the devil's in my tree. So he just went out there with an axe and took
0: care of it. Good old Saint Nick did that? hmm
1: Wow. During the persecution of...
0: Diocle- Diocletian? Can I read it? I don't trust you anymore. <laughs> uh-huh. T-
1: Diocletian. Diocletian.
0: Mm.
1: During the That's largest... That's what she said. I don't know. During the lar- It was the largest Christian persecution by the Roman Empire. That's perfect. Good job. Um, he was thrown in prison, and he was let free when Constantine came into power. He was said to distribute wealth to the poor. There's one story that um, there was a man who was very, very wealthy, and he lost everything. Because of this, he couldn't afford a dowry for his daughter, which means that she would remain single and destitute and probably become a prostitute if you couldn't Sad. afford a dowry. Yeah. So the Bishop of Myrna wanted to help him, and because he was embarrassed that he lost all of his money, he didn't want anybody to know it, so he tried to just pretend like everything's fine, yeah. don't look over here. Um, at night, the Bishop came to him so that nobody could see him, and he threw a purse filled with gold into the window. The man used that as a dowry and married off his daughter. Oh, wow. And then after the wedding, the Bishop threw a second bag of gold into his window at night, so that he could live off of it. Well, that was very
0: nice of him. So he
1: went around at night.
0: Oh, with I with it. a bag, and gave people presents gave people while presents they were sleeping. While they were sleeping through a window. Huh. Interesting. My hair was yeah. in my face.
1: <laughs> so it was three stories like this, and this was just one story. But this is basically how he did things. Yeah, secretive at night. Tried to make it so nobody knew it was him. Yeah. But everybody kind of knew it was him. Okay. And that's how he became known as St. Nicholas. Mm-hmm.
0: That is very cool.
1: Yeah. So, as long as there has been a figure like Santa. hmm Jolly. Yeah. Wonderful. Rosy loving, cheeks. Loving. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho.
0: There has also
1: been a more sinister figure that comes into play during the winter holidays.
0: I only know about it because of you,
1: Oh, come on. You know about this before me. I maybe have
0: heard of it from a movie, but I've never heard anything about this figure, this this dark bringer to Christmas that I do not like. And
1: what is this figure?
0: Krampus. Krampus. Mm, Punch Krampus in the face. Try. No, thank you.
1: So, I'm trying to convince you. I mean, Lunatic Soup needs a Christmas card.
0: Well, obviously.
1: And I feel like the perfect Christmas card...
0: Would be with Krampus. Didn't we already establish I'm out of town when Krampus was here?
1: No, no, you're not. No. I found another one. God fucking
0: Jesus. Are you sure? Yep. Why though?
1: Can you think of a better Christmas picture?
0: Yes, a billion of them. No. I could think of plenty. Krampus. Us in Santa you're Santa, I'm the Grinch, surrounded by a plethora of silers. sailors, Silers? Siders Sailers. passed out under a Christmas tree. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. How about we vote on this, guys? A Krampus Christmas card or a Lunatic Soup Christmas card? I,
1: I feel like it needs to be with, if you know, the Bremerton Krampus. I do not. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to show you a picture of him right now. Why, though? Because he's my favorite, and he was at Witch's Night in Enumclaw. And oh, my I have seen. three-year-old absolutely adored him.
0: Jesus. Your three-year-old likes a lot of the weird stuff like you. I mean, she's my child. There he is.
1: There he is. Look at his whip and everything. So Christmassy. So Christmas It just brings you jolliness.
0: Makes me feel good on the inside.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So look up the Bremerton Krampus, guys. He's my favorite. Krampus is depicted as a half-demon, half-goat. yes. Um he came from central and eastern European lore. He has a hairy body, sharp teeth and horns. He carries a basket of birch rods, sometimes whips and a sack of
0: coal. Do you know what the birch rods are for? Whipping people. Mhm. Lovely. Primarily smaller people. For whipping children when they're naughty. Yep. Great. <laughs> So I'll threaten my kids with this year. Not that you won't get into, how's <laughs> he going to tell Santa? Not that the elves are going to go tell Santa, you're going to get whipped by Krampus. Do you want me to do it? Sure, go for it.
1: <laughs> not whip them. Tell them. <laughs> Just wanted, I wanted to clarify that. Um, Krampus is said to be the earliest incarnation of St. Nicholas.
0: Like, you know Saint Nicholas, and then yeah. ooh, let's let's change him up a little bit and, and we make just him terrifying, the complete opposite way. Because how could anybody just have something fun and happy without a nope. dark side? Got to make it evil. I don't <laughs> like these kinds of people.
1: In some stories, he travels with Saint Nick, and Nick looks after the good boys and girls, and Krampus takes over the others. <laughs> mm-hmm. He is said to give coal to misbehaving children. Okay. Which, you know, coal in a stocking. We've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes he beats them. and Wonderful. sometimes he shoves them into the sack and carries them down to hell at the end of the night. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. <laughs> you better be a good boy or girl. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to hell. I don't like this. I'll take it back. You gonna take it back? Yeah. Can take it back. Oh god. All right.
1: So that's just a very overview of Chris of, of very brief overview of the Krampus cuz we got a whole lot more to go into. Oh my god. Krampus is what everybody knows about when you think of the more sinister sinister side. Yes. But there's more.
0: I don't like it. And
1: some of them kind of overlap like you can kind of see a theme like you're supposed to be good and yes. Santa gives you presents. If you're naughty, Typically, Santa will put coal on your stocking, but I guess back then they just went a whole
0: other direction. I mean, they're like, be good or you're going to get fucked up. Hmm?
1: Hell and fire and brimstone.
0: Makes sense, for actually. Rods. It does make sense for the time, but also, no thank you.
1: Have you ever heard of Marlwyd? M- mm. Maril? Marlwyd. Mar-il- 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 I'm going to go with no. No? Mm-hmm. It's the Christmas zombie
0: horse. God, we know how I feel about zombies. Uh, You're going to live. No, I'm not. Maybe.
1: This is kind of a cryptid of sorts, which comes comes from Welsh tradition. Okay. And it says that the Merylwyd, it's really spelled weird, M-A-R-I-L-W-Y-D. Interesting. It's a horse that rises from the dead and wanders the land during the Christmas season. At New Year's or sometimes between Christmas... And Twelfth Night. Do you know? Do you know what Twelfth Night is? It's for you, basically from Yule through the New Year. Okay. And it's the twelve days of Christmas. Oh, gotcha. And okay. We'll go into this in our Yule episode, but basically on Yule, on the winter solstice, mm-hmm. the sun stops moving. Yeah. It, I mean, it still spin. We still spin right, around right.
0: it. Well, if the sun doesn't spin. We spin. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got what you mean. Someone spinning. It doesn't. the, the, the day and night kind of stays the same for a while, and then after twelve days, it starts to move north again. Okay. So does that make sense? You sure does. Mm-hmm. So that's where we get the twelve days of Christmas. <clears throat> so, Merowid brings her brings with her attendants who help her with her goals. Okay. Mm-hmm. Her goal is to get into your house.
0: That's terrifying, but okay.
1: (laughs) Uh, She wants to remind the living of the dread existence of death. Okay. Mm -hmm. To keep the zombie horse out, you have to begin a battle of rhymes back and forth. Oh, So you have to face the zombie horse and start rhyming.
0: I mean, I just think of a rap battle. Literally, you're rap battling a zombie horse? Riddles, Reyna riddles no riddles But oh. no rhymes and riddles are two different things rhyming is i don't think they had rapping back in welsh tradition i know but like that's basically what it is you're not riddle riddle is like where you say something and someone but has to figure I, out the I answer a rhyme is rhyming is are you just rhyming back and forth you like potato tomato shmishmato <laughs> I don't know. Wrong! I'm in. Fuck! <laughs> what does rhyme with t- potato or tomato? Tornado. Ooh, good one. Alfredo. I got nothing. Good, <laughs> because <laughs> I, I didn't have anything after that either.
1: So, throughout the years, the tradition kind of molded into a, a game on New Year's Eve, people dress up as the zombie horse. They decorate a horse skull with paint, ribbon, and Christmas ornaments in the eyes. Yep. And if you... I'll, we'll put up some pictures. It's yeah. Like kinda, it's kind of wild yeah. when you see it. Um, they put a white cloth at the bottom of it and carry it with them. So it's like the horse head is on like a broomstick. Yep. And then they put the white cloth down underneath it. And so you're holding the broomstick underneath it. So you're the horse.
0: Oh, wow. The okay. horse. Yep.
1: And then all the people dress around you dress up like jesters or witches or some sort of mischievous creature. And then you go was- wassailing, 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 here we go, wassailing. wassailing, wassailing. That's what it is, <laughs> yep. And it's going door-to-door singing. Oh, Car- fine. Caroling. You're essentially
0: of- caroling creepily. Yeah.
1: So you get to your friend's house
0: creepily. Creepily mm-hmm. caroling. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I love that. I do, too. We should do that all the time. Creepily caroling.
1: Creep, creepily caroling. Creepily caroling.
0: What would we sing for creepily caroling?
1: Um, I mean, us, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh. Although, the other night, we did something different oh, than we Bohemian did. Rhapsody. Yeah. Well, it wasn't Queen. What
0: was it? Alanis Morissette.
1: It was wonderful.
0: It was delightful. It
1: really was. We had a great
0: time. We did.
1: didn't know I knew that much Alanis Morrison. Me either. I was like (laughs)
0: shocked how much of her I knew. But it was so good.
1: So you go around with your jesters and all your you know creepily caroling friends and you go to a friend's house and you sing loudly in Welsh to try to get them to let you in. They sing back and give excuses as to why you you can't go in. Mm -hmm. The more you sing the more you break them down and they eventually let you in. And when they do, that's when you have cake and
0: drink and you get drunk and sing all night. Okay, that sounds like a great uh, so fucking time. Can I mean, we do that? again And that's on New Year's Eve? Uh-huh. I feel like, uh, as on New Year's Day, baby, <clears throat> I feel like that needs to be one of my birthday requests one so year. So
1: are we going to have a... We need to go wassailing. birthday for you? Yeah, we need to
0: go a- wassailing along the... What is it? we
1: come. Wassailing along, along the... Gr- leaves is so green. It? Yeah,
0: is that it? I think it is. Here
1: we come, a caroling for all... To be seen. And a joy well, come, come to, to you. And he a Christmas too. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't think those were the words at all. Well, it was close. Okay, let's put in the real, the real song now so we know. Close mm-hmm. enough. Close enough. Close enough. <laughs> you do have to be careful, though. Because the zombie horse is known to steal things from around your house. And chase you whenever she wants. Oh, okay. If she catches you... You have to do whatever she wants you to do. Okay. Today in Wales, cities have gathering and perform the traditions. They have these big old parties. Oh, I could it's imagine. It's a big old party I could party imagine now. it
0: being like a thing there where, like, you show up and you're like singing outside and you're like, let me in and let's party. With a zombie horse. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't like the zombie horse part, but I like the rest of it.
1: The rest of it's good? Yeah,
0: the rest of it's fun. I could handle that.
1: <laughs> have you heard of La No. So in Italy, Russia, and Eastern Europe, there is a witch slash fairy, um, t- and it's a tale known as Mother Holly,
0: mm-hmm.
1: otherwise known as La Bafana in Italy and Babushka in Russia.
0: Babushka, I like it. Babushka.
1: You always know, say my little babushka. they're my little babushka. My little babushka
0: with the babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're the
1: babushkas. <laughs>
0: But like, they're, like, that's also, like, isn't that a name for, like, a Russian grandma? I think it's grandma. Yeah. yeah but she's supposed to be, like, an old Russian witch or an
1: old Eastern European mm-hmm. witch of sorts. And she sounds lovely. Okay. And her job is to give out riches to hardworking people. Oh, I love that. And punish the lazy.
0: I was just about to say, I know this is not all good. I was waiting for the butt. Because <laughs> there's always one.
1: In January, Labafana comes around and travels by broomstick. She is searching for the three kings and wants to join them to look for the Christ child. Okay. Okay. In her search, she goes into every home to see if baby Jesus is there. Sweet baby Jesus. If she finds a baby, she leaves cookies. Oh. So, so far, so good, right?
0: Uh-huh.
1: Other legends say that La Bafana once had a child that she loved very dearly, and her child died, and so her grief kind of made her crazy, which is why she's on this trek okay. to find Babies. That sounds weird. That does, but that's okay. Um, When she heard that the Christ child was born, she set out to find him, thinking it may be her son. Okay. When she meets baby Jesus, she gives him gifts and makes him happy. Jesus then blesses her to be the mother of every child in Italy. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. La Bafana is depicted as what we would see as an old witch and carries around a broom with her. Today there's a lot of celebrations in Italy, and it's a lot of festivals of food and music and people dressing up. If you are bad, she doesn't drag you to hell. Okay, she just gives you coal. Oh, okay. So I it's was not waiting as for her. it's bad. not as sinister. It's not like, as sinister. Okay, I, I'll we, take that. We got. Um, we got
0: that worse ones. I believe it, but mm-hmm. well, I'll, I like a nice one. Yeah, a nice witch.
1: She's basically the female version of Santa. Perfect. But leaves. Coal. But she's a witch. But she's a witch. I mean,
0: I'm I'm down with that.
1: So are we Santa?
0: Yeah, we're Lava, Lavafana, Lava. Lavafana.
1: I think in the Santa Claus, like the TV show version that came out yes. last year, isn't Fauna in I think that, so. Yeah. That lives out in the woods, and she has her broom. Yeah, maybe we need
0: to do Fauna photo shoot this year for Christmas.
1: Okay. I have to look up what
0: she looks like. I know.
1: An old hag.
0: Maybe we could be young hag lo- lava faunas. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> cannot. <laughs> cannot.
1: Now we have Perchta.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Perchta is known as a goddess in Alpine paganism, or German paganism, and her name means the Bright One. She appears during the 12 days of Christmas. Sometimes she's a beautiful woman, or a haggard, elderly woman with one large foot.
0: Okay. <laughs> she is a big foot. Not sure which one you're going to get. Okay.
1: If she appears as a beaut... Um, I already said that. If you please her, she appears as the beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, you're wonderful. Look at how... Look at my beauty. Look at how gorgeous you, I am. You enjoy. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. If you displease her, she looks demonic. She has horns. And she has a furious lust for blood. Oh, dear. With her big foot.
0: Oh, dear. Mm-hmm.
1: She is able to shapeshift into any animal form, and during the 12 days of Christmas, she roams around and enters homes. She instinctively knows which kids were behaved throughout the years and which ones weren't. Okay. And she's a mother. That yeah, obviously. Like. We, all yes. know we all do. Which ones mm-hmm. did and did not. If you behaved, you'd find silver coin in your shoe. What happened if you didn't behave, Reyna? She dragged you to the pits of hell? Nope. Oh, God. Be- beat one, you with a baseball bat? Nope. One more guess. Oh, God. Poisoned you? She slit your stomach open, removed your insides, and stuffed them with straw and pebbles. That was not what I was going <laughs> <saying>. to <laughs> Also, if you were doing a celebration, if you didn't eat the foods that she wanted you to eat, that were traditional for festive. Feasts at that time. She slid open your stomach, removed your insides, and stuffed
0: you with strong Oh my god. Like, we're... There are a lot of mental illnesses going around from, like, children who grew up with this? Like, terror.
1: They were terrified. I don't think they were. I think they just grew up and said it to their kids.
0: That's horrible. It is horrible. Okay, well, continue. Probably effective. Probably extremely effective. (laughs) Yeah, like this is like oh, you don't get presents, you don't get, you're gonna get coal. Mm-hmm. Psh. Now in Switzerland, Perchta has some friends that
1: come on oh. her journey with her. Okay, one is named Stra- Straggle. Straggle. What do you think of when you hear Straggle? I feel
0: like I've heard about Straggle before, but I'm not positive. I think of a straggle tooth. <laughs> oh, snaggle tooth. is what it is? Could be straggle tooth though, I and it could know. have gotten this adapted. Is-
1: Snaggletooth. A snaggletooth. Yeah, what it's like we, we gotta, we uh, gotta
0: we straggle. Straggle. It reminds me of like. Do you ever remember that show like sc- Straggle Rock? Yeah. So it makes me think of that. Do you remember? It's like, like puppets. Jim yeah, Henson, yeah, it was like, like puppets. Yeah, labyrinth so style. Yeah, that was where that was my first thought. So that's what it reminds me of. But that I was, was thinking of word. I was thinking of the correct word. So. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, Reina. Just saying.
1: So, Straggle is depicted as a demonic looking creature, and he loves to enter, enter homes during festivals and eat good, the goodies that he finds. Okay. Um, his body is covered in hair. He kind of looks like a
0: Wookiee. Okay.
1: And he has demonic eyes, red horns, and they're like poking really high out of his head. Mm-hmm. So, he's got a duck when he goes
0: into, into places. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: If he can't find food, Or, if Pershta determines that the child has been misbehaved or lazy, the straggle helps to dish out the punishment. Oh, no. Sometimes his punishments get a little out of hand. They rob children and tear them up into pieces and throw the pieces into the air.
0: That's, yeah, that sounds warranted. It's great. (laughs) Very aggressive. It's extremely aggressive. (laughs) I knew you'd love this episode.
1: Why? (laughs) Have you heard of a tomten? No. So a tomten is a Scandinavian creature who looks like a gnome. They're small and often depicted as having long beards and pointy hats. Okay. They live in burial mounds and in graves. Because why not? Oh, which live sounds, right sounds about there. right. Okay. It's nice and warm sometimes. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the belief is that each home has a tomten in them. Okay. So, they're like the soul of the home. Okay. Speaking of, I thought I saw a full-on apparition in oh, your yeah. home earlier today.
0: It was just my husband. This time. This time. So I thought I thought we were here by ourselves. Yeah.
1: I didn't know he had come back with the yeah. kids. And we were going downstairs, and I heard something, and you've been having some activity in your house. Yes. So, I was like, oh my gosh, that must be... What it is, and I heard the banging. I'm like, okay, and then I look over towards your bedroom door, and this tall creature comes
0: along and I'm like I love that you call ground. Mr. Boo Boo a creature, <laughs> but she did. We were on my stairwell, and she literally she because she freaked me out with her reaction, and I was standing so that I couldn't see him, but I knew that he was home because I heard the kids come see, home from basketball. I did not hear that. Yeah, I heard it, and because we were doing an interview before this with someone, and so it was one of those like. I knew they were home, so I wasn't as freaked out. But her reaction terrified me because I didn't know what she was freaked out about. Because... Scared me. I thought we were home alone. Yeah, I know. We were not home alone. No, we were not.
1: So a Tom Tennant is the soul of your home. Which doesn't sound bad. No. Like,
0: Dobby. 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 What does he say? Dobby. Master. Dobby needs... What does he always ask Punishment. for? Punishment. Yeah. Something like that? Can't remember.
1: My daughter, Lucy, Mm -hmm. uh, she used to call soda Dobby. Oh,
0: well, that's adorable. And
1: I never knew why. It was like, and it was more like Dubby. Mm
0: -hmm. Like, can I have some
1: Dubby? Yeah. And I think I figured out why, because I used to, when I wanted to drink soda, I didn't want them to. So I put it in coffee cups, and so she thought it was my coffee.
0: Oh. Dobby.
1: Coffee. So
0: my sister's son, Booker, Mm -hmm. my two-year-old nephew, in Australia, they call pacifiers Dummy.
1: Oh dummy. Like a
0: fake a fake titty. Yeah. A dummy tit, essentially. Is that oh, so that's what it comes that? from Oh, I didn't I just know that. Wild. Anyway, so because I had kids first and grew up in Australia, I would call it a dummy. And so when Shannon had kids, she called it a dummy because it's like what mm-hmm. she saw me do and it's a cute name. But he now calls it it's a Dobby. A dobby. dobby. Mom, where's my Dobby? I mean my Dobby. But it is. It's so cute when it they is say so it. It's cute. like
1: cute. And then they start saying things the right way.
0: Yeah, it's so offensive when they do that. It's like Kenley used to call a pumpkin a monket, and I'll never get over uh, it. Like pumpkins are always gonna be monkets. Monkets.
1: A monket. Uh, Olive used to really over-exaggerate her L's. So mm-hmm. blue was blue. <laughs> or <laughs> black. <laughs> it was so
0: Cute. we were just laughing her all of her youngest used to like hate everyone like oh hate everyone and anytime we'd be like over a, a campfire or doing anything and she'd be tired one of us would look at her and especially if it was like text and she'd she'd go to meg and hide in her shirt and be like mom hers looking at me <laughs>
1: She, didn't know, she doesn't know her pronouns very well. Hers
0: looking at me! <laughs> Hers is looking at me! <laughs> oh, that's my favorite. Sometimes we still get that. Yeah, Sometimes. <laughs> Not a lot, though. No, she's pretty good now. Aww. Only when she's really tired. Yeah, when she's really tired. Yeah, that used to be like an all the time thing.
1: All oh, the yeah. time. Hers? And I'd be like, I'm sorry, no yeah. eye contact. No eye contact. Now we were at one of my other daughter's choir performances last night. And someone I knew from one of the other schools was sitting next to us. And my daughter, Olive, who's never met this person, mom, I'm going to sit next to her. Oh. And then just talked her ear off the whole time. Like, do you want to see my look at, I have bluey on my pants. Do you want to see my jump? I can She's spin a around. completely
0: different kid from what she was last year. Uh, completely I know. different. Wild. And Wild. then at
1: my oldest daughter's parent teacher conferences today, you go to each teacher. She would sit down on each teacher and she goes, hi. <laughs> It's my birthday. <laughs> it is not her birthday. And, like, the first few people, like, I corrected all of them. Like, honey, it's not your birthday. And then I just gave up. Yeah, I mean, like, let her go. Let her have her
0: day, okay? It's her birthday. How dare you try and take her fake birthday from her Meg? Full angel. Oh, my baby.
1: <laughs> so today she was driving me insane. Yeah, I get that.
0: <sighs>
1: all right, so a Tom 10 is said to be the caretakers and helpers around the house. But... Don't make them angry.
0: What do you think will happen? They're gonna cut your insides and <laughs> stuff it full of hay. Should it just be like our our uh, our
1: threat from now on? I'm gonna uh, cut out your insides and stuff it full of, of hay. hay. <laughs>
0: our excuse is that we have to go shave our cat, our grandma's cat. <laughs> our threat: you slit is your that? belly open and stuff you full of hay. Well, that was aggressive. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, God.
1: What well, was it? One time we had a thread going on with, with some of our friends, and somebody said, oh, this oh. person was doing this, and I said, why don't you scoop out their uvula with a spoon?
0: A rusty spoon. A rusty spoon. And I was like, Meg. <laughs> I was like, that was aggressive.
1: I say it to my husband all the time because He snores. I'm like, you need to get your uvula taken out.
0: I mean, I read it as vulva, so <laughs> did you, did I not tell you no! that? No! But, so I responded, I like, because I'm terrible, I skim text all the time, and then so when. but I think I told you this because, like, we went back and you corrected me, but, because I didn't, like, fully read it, I just, like, skimmed it, oh. Oh. so I thought you said I'm gonna <laughs> scoop your vulva out with, <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa. Just went from zero to ten real fast. (laughs) That is a little more aggressive. It really is. I was like, "Damn, Meg!" Like, just everything's
1: fine. Oh, I used to tell my, I tell my children often, like, "Oh, my arm hurts. Do I need to cut it off?" Yeah. Like, I'll say that to them all the time. And then there was one time, one of my, I don't even remember who it was, but one of my kids had a friend over, and the friend was like, "Oh, my arm!" I'm like, "Do I need to cut it off?" Wrong audience. Yeah. Wrong audience. I know the time and the place for that.
0: (laughs) Scarring kids for life.
1: I learned that some parents do not say things like that.
0: See, text does it all the time. So, like, I don't, though. Text does. Well, I do sometimes. Just depends. Depends on my mood if I'm grumpy or sassy.
1: There was something that I say. We're not going to say it on here, but your child said it last week, and you guys just looked at me.
0: Was it up your button around the corner? (laughs)
1: Sure was.
0: (laughs) My least favorite saying ever. Your oldest said that, and you just looked at me. <laughs> not my favorite. At all.
1: I think it's funny. I know, I hear you say it to,
0: you said it to Olive the other day, she got so mad at you. She's like, it <laughs> is not! <laughs> Mom, it's not! Don't say that! <laughs> she was so mad at you. But
1: they're so used to
0: it. I know, I mean, you <laughs> can <could> tell. <laughs> my child said it, and I was like, shut Your mouth. Oh.
1: Mm. Stay away from Meg.
0: Yeah. Take her back. Hmm.
1: If you make a Tom 10 angry, they will take revenge by killing your animals, breaking things around your house, and
0: hiding your belongings.
1: You ever lose a sock? Tom 10.
0: I will say that my mom and I always, um, minus the animal killing. That's fucked (laughs) up. I just always uh, react to that part. We always joke... And I think a lot of people do, maybe. But you have a gremlin in your house. And so, like, when something goes missing. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, my fucking gremlin took it. Like, I literally had it. I set it here five minutes ago. Where did it go? And it just disappears. Drop your button around the corner. (laughs) That's exactly. (laughs) Jesus Christ. But anyways, we call it a gremlin. Not. Cannot. Cannot. uh, Cannot. Sometimes they'll
1: spoil your food okay. in your home. And they have bad tempers, and if you make them angry, they will make you go insane. Like, they'll make you go clinically insane. Okay. They'll play tricks on you and bite you until you're just, like, done. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's aggressive. A little bit. Um, this is because their bites are poisonous, and unless you're able to please them, the bite will drive you to death. But you should leave them treats such as Milk and
0: cookies mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve. Okay. Mm-hmm. Weird. wonder where that came from.
1: Right? Isn't it funny how all these different things have, yes. like...
0: A, l- a crossover? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crossover
1: and how we get our tradition from all these different things.
0: From terrifying lore.
1: Mm-hmm. Now we go on to Belsnickel. Ugh. Okay.
0: But Why didn't I give you the shibbies?
1: <laughs> Belsnickel is in the second movie where Kurt Russell is Santa. Yeah. That one. Remember Belsnickel mm-hmm. is one of the mm-hmm. elves? Um, In German and Pennsylvania Dutch traditions, there's Belsnickel showing up a few weeks before before Christmas.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: He was said to be a servant of St. Nicholas, and he was said to be very gross, very dirty, and dresses in rags. He ties up children who misbehave to a tree and beats them. Great. But
0: if you're a good child, he takes cake out of his pocket and gives it to you. This is just what I want, a piece of cake out of a pocket. Mm -hmm. In
1: 1872, there was a Philadelphia newspaper article stating, Mr. Belsnickel makes his personal appearance dressed in skins or old clothes, his face black, a bell, a whip, and a pocket full of cakes or nuts. And either the cakes or the whip are bestowed upon those around him. Great. In the 1800s, people were said to go, quote, Bell-snickling. I always want to say bell-schnickle. I mean, I feel like a schnickle. Battle. I feel like... Better? Battle. Battle? Better. Battle.
0: Better. a schnickle. Go schnickling. schnickling. I'm going to go bell-schnickling. bell, go
1: schnickling. bell schnickling. Schnickle. Basically, it means getting drunk and playing pranks and vandalizing. Now, when I read that, who did I think of? Getting uh. drunk, playing pranks, going around at night.
0: I don't know. I thought of Mr. Boo-boo and his oh. friends in Australia. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, well, no one currently. <laughs> but...
1: I feel like that's something they would have done back then. Oh, a thousand percent. In the day. Oh,
0: yeah, a thousand percent.
1: In some traditions, Bellsnickel would come banging on the door with a stick. Children would have to come and answer the door and answer a question for him or sing him a song. He would toss them candy if they did. If they reached for the candy too quickly, he would beat them with a stick. Oh, God.
0: Learn you patience, gotta kids. Learn manners, yeah. man.
1: Some communities hold a Belsnickel night. Belsnickel. Schnickle.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. schnickel.
1: Men will dress in rags and carry sticks and whips and roam the streets, rattling chains and bells and being loud and obnoxious.
0: Sounds wonderful. Sounds like
1: a good time to me. Now we move on to Pierre Fautard. Okay. Pierre Fautard began to pop up in literature around 1150 A.D., Guys, don't come for me for these pronunciations. I'm doing my best. I mean,
0: I feel like you're doing great. You're doing great, sweetie. (laughs) Like, you know, what are we supposed to do?
1: Right? Um, Pierre uh, Fautard and his wife had a butcher shop in France, I believe it was. Yes, it was France. Um, One night, they lured three boys in so that they could rob them. Okay. Pierre Fautard slit their throats and butchered them. Put them in a barrel lovely so much death so much death so much death when saint nicholas saw what had happened he resurrected the boys and punished pierre Foutard by forcing him to be his servant for eternity now pierre futar travels with saint nick and gives out coal and floggings to children who have been naughty so he basically became krampus
0: okay all right
1: another crossover
0: Another crossover. I mean, I don't know why you have to butcher people. I mean, there's a lot of death in this. So much death. Why, why is everyone being Christmas killed? everyone being killed. It's Christmas. I slit
1: the bellies.
0: Megan. <laughs> I don't like it.
1: <sighs> in our group text, I think last year I was talking about wanting to go see Krampus. And all of you, except for Carrie, was like... No! Christmas is happy and jolly! (laughs) Why are you making it weird?
0: I just hope you know you're not selling the Krampus thing right now. In case you thought we were going to walk away from this episode with me wanting to go see Krampus. False. It's the aesthetic. No, I don't want the aesthetic. I like
1: the aesthetic. That dark and broody winter
0: night. Something's wrong with you.
1: Probably. I like
0: the white, snowy, sparkly, red... Green and white Christmas. You just want a Mariah Christmas. Fuck yeah, I do. I want a dark and gloomy Christmas with
1: candlelight and books. You have that. I will do books. Happy books. We were going somewhere recently. It was nighttime. I think we were going to Carrie's house to have drinks because her sister was Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, oh, I got to show you this house that oh, I yeah, really, yeah. really love. And yeah. We, it was kind of right up the street, so we drive past this house and... And it is like it's not your style, which yeah. which is fine. Yeah. But I love it. And then you sh- like our styles are so, so different. different. We're complete opposites. We are so mm-hmm. different. Like we
0: look complete opposite. Uh huh.
1: I don't think we act complete opposite.
0: It just depends on how much lunatic soup has been in us. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> You should ask Mr. Boo-Boo. He'd be the one to tell <laughs> He's going to say you're the fucking same. You're a bolt of pain in my ass. Guarantee you that Probably. would be his response. <laughs> oh, God. But our, like,
1: style, like, our, our preference in housing and stuff. Yeah, everything is just, is just, just very different. So
0: different. We parent similar. I will say that.
1: Yeah, I agree. We have that
0: in common. We have core. We don't slit their bellies open. We're not doing push, that. No. Mm-mm, we mm-mm. have core beliefs in common. Yes. Style wise. But style wise, yes. The D- fuck different.
1: Like, we were in a Christmas shop. Oh, yeah. Last weekend. Oh, my God. And we were in this room, and you were like, oh, it's beautiful.
0: The colors. It was all white it's... with like pastel Christmas ornaments. It was so pretty. And I was oh, like, my God.
1: I need to get out of this room. It's giving me a
0: headache. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, this is my favorite part. Favorite part. Too much. Love it. Too much. I love all the colors. Not me. Dark. Me. sad with pops of color and a belly full of straw <laughs>
1: <laughs> have you heard of gryla have not gryla is one of iceland's most popular yuletide figures
0: oh
1: gryla first popped up during ancient pagan times mm-hmm. and she's a giant troll who has has hooves for feet and 13 tails Jesus. She's always in a bad mood and always hungry. I'd be in a bad mean, mood, too,
0: with 13 tails. Like, I how do you control relate, that? Relate a little bit. I mean, yeah.
1: Her, her appetite. What's her appetite?
0: Children. Yep.
1: <laughs> During the Christmas season, she emerges from her home in the mountains and hunts naughty children. Of course. She puts them in a sack and drags them back to her mountainous cave and makes them into a... Stew? Soup. Oh, a
0: lunatic soup. Oh,
1: my God. Should we just start calling each other Gryla?
0: Yeah, maybe. You're really being a Gryla today, Meg. Get it together.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's said that Gryla has had three husbands, and when they begin to bear... bear, Sorry. It is said that Gryla has had three husbands, and when they begin to bore her, she gets rid of them. Doesn't say how. Well... I bet we can guess.
0: We, I, I can guess, too. Probably a soup. Lots of soup.
1: She has 13 sons. Jesus. Now we move on to the Yule Lads. Okay. Who are her 13 sons. Oh, God. Gryla's 13 sons are known as the Yule Lads, and each son signifies a different habit or characteristic,
0: kind of like the Seven Dwarves. Mm-hmm. Which... I'm going to guess that they're not all like grumpy, sleepy, happy, dopey.
1: How old do you think I was when I realized the sweat seven dwarves represented a characteristic?
0: How old? 35. Oh, when good. I was well, writing this episode. <laughs> better late than never. Right? Oh, happy, dopey, sleepy, that grumpy, makes sense. bashful. I could get to all. Of them. I had no idea. Wait, wait, wait! I said happy. happy, dopey, grumpy, bashful, sleepy, sneezy. There's one more. Doc, Doc. Yes, I good got job. one. That was good. <laughs> I don't think I would have gotten Doc.
1: Um, the Yule lads are usually very mischievous and are all
0: criminals. Not surprised. Look at their mother.
1: The 13 days leading up to Christmas, um, the children visit one per night to your home. So, in other traditions, you've heard of the Yule log, Mm -hmm. right? Where you, which I make a Yule log, I make a Yule log every year. It's one of my favorite Yule traditions where you get a log and you decorate it and you put candles in it and it's beautiful. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, Yule Log used to be something that you would decorate and put in your fireplace, and you had to keep it going on the night of Yule Mm -hmm. to keep the bad spirits out. Mm -hmm. And if it went out, the spirits could come in, such as the Yule Lads. Oh, no. And they would just wreak havoc. Oh, no. You ready to go through them? I don't know. Here are their names. Okay. Sheep Coat Clog. He was a peg-legged sheep
0: fancier. (laughs) Please tell me sheep fancier means not what I think it means.
1: That's all I got. Okay. Use your imagination. I don't
0: need no dear God. No. Okay, continue. Oh my god, you're gonna scar me for life from this episode. Why did I agree to this?
1: I've been so excited for this episode. I know you for have months. been. I
0: should have known when you get excited about something that I should be not excited. Mm-hmm.
1: There's Gully Hawk and he hides in ditches and gullies and will run will run into barns. And lick the foam off of a milk bucket.
0: Lovely. Mm-hmm.
1: There's stubby, because he's stubby. <laughs> That's
0: self-explanatory.
1: There's a spoon licker who licks dirty spoons and then steals them. Uh, okay. I mean, it works. There's a pot scraper who steals leftover food. Uh-huh. A bowl licker. Who hides under your bed and waits for you to put your bowl down on the ground and then steals it to lick? Or is everyone having their bowls in bed? Well, you know what I tell my daughter all the freaking time: no food in your room. You know why? Why? Because it'll stay there for three months. Well, that's
0: yeah, I know that. It's we do disgusting. that. No, it's horrible. I mean, I will eat in my bed sometimes, like, but that's me, and I'm a full-grown adult. You're a grown-ass adult, and if and I want to leave food there, I will. I don't, though. Dear God, we dogs cats. and cats, we can't do that. I would not that I would, anyways. I'm just saying. Yeah, no. Um, a couple weeks
1: ago, my husband was up in my daughter, my oldest daughter's room, helping her with schoolwork or something. Then all of a sudden, he comes down with this look on his face and he goes to the garage and he grabs a garbage bag. And I said, What are you doing? He goes, Nothing. And then he comes back down and leans on the counter. I'm like, What? He goes, I'm not telling you. Her, he pulled, he was looking for a remote for her and he pulled the bed out a little bit. And I was not allowed to look.
0: I feel like that's when you know it's bad. When the dad is like, clean this up before your mother sees this. Yeah,
1: and I said, should I go look? He
0: goes, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to know either, and I don't know. Oh my god. Ooh, Anyways, bull So
1: gross. Then we've got Door Slammer, who slams <laughs> doors all night long. Okay. So. Gobbler. Skier Gobbler. Is, Skeer is yogurt. Oh. He steals your yogurt. Oh, well, don't do that. that That's self-explanatory. expensive. Self-explanatory. There's the Sausage Swiper. What does <gasps> he do?
0: Steals your sausages? He does. My God. There's the Window Peeper. Oh, Peeping Tom? hmm He watches you through your windows. <gasps> Little perv. Yep. There's your Doorway
1: Sniffer. Just smells your doorways? He has an incredibly large nose and can sniff through the door to find bread.
0: I mean... My nose isn't large, but I could find some bread. We
1: could both find some bread. We both gotten a bread making kick this summer.
0: Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah. I still
1: make that bread. I
0: just made bread tonight. Well, actually, do you, it was Trader Joe's baguettes that come frozen. Oh. They're this big. Yummy. Oh my God, they're so good. They you taste still have so to
1: like, bring me to Trader Joe's. I've never been.
0: You, she's never been to Trader Joe's. We don't have one near us. It's like the closest one's 30 minutes away trip we will go we but, you know we should go for christmas time they have oh, the they best have stuff out
1: what was it oh your husband got wine from trader joe's and it was so
0: good we need to go when you have a little bit like an extra hundred dollars that you could be like you know what whatever i get is worth it when is that going to happen because we'll manifest it we'll join our it patreon yeah but <laughs> that's when you need when you can go because you'll be able to get stuff for groceries and that like the fruit's really good like that kind of stuff but they're they have such fun stuff like
1: such fun stuff. Speaking of fruit, Lucy had me buy a pomegranate. Mm-hmm. What the hell am I gonna do with a pomegranate? So we're gonna have to make some drinks. Yeah, with the pomegranate, I, mean, I just
0: eat them. I love pomegranates.
1: See, I think in theory she thought it was gonna be good, but when she tastes this, like the texture of the seeds, she, she wasn't that, a oh, fan. Get... Well, she hasn't. I haven't. Oh, opened she hasn't it done yet. it. Yet. I haven't mm. opened
0: it yet. Just don't. I told you this. Don't let them squeeze them at each other when they explode. It stains everything. Oh, I
1: couldn't. We
0: used so to good. do that all the time, and I. Yeah, I would lose my mind. Yeah, it's not good.
1: I'm pretty chill with most things, but when it comes to messes, oop, meh. All right, now we have the meat hook. He always brings a hook with him so he can steal meat.
0: Good, because I was worried he was I don't know hanging people from it or something. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Take the steak.
1: Take the stake, leave the person. Yes, um, and then we have the candle stealer. He follows children around so he can steal their candles and leave them in
0: the dark. So I think I'm just a little confused by this mm-hmm. because of the thirteen. What's confusing? The sheep fancier. Mm. <laughs> Like the other ones Why seem to be these within the home not Like the other, <laughs> and maybe stubby. I don't know what stubby does, but She's like stubby man, it's stubby. we all
1: have those days. Yeah,
0: but like the sheep fancier, I was just wondering, like, what where that? It makes me think it must have been a common thing. I don't know. I don't want to know. Well, I think it. That 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 <laughs> <bleh, bleh>, <laughs> that I don't need to oh, Gross. We're... I cannot.
1: We're done. Do you want to move on? Yes, please. Now we're going to talk about the Yule Cat or the -er Yulecturin. Let me see that. Yeah, you can't get that one.
0: -er (laughs) Yulakturin.
1: I think I did better. -er
0: Yulakturin. Anywho.
1: This also hails from Iceland. It was also in the movie with, you know, the best Santa Claus, Mm -hmm. which was kurt russell Mm -hmm. people are going to fight me on that and say that tim allen was the best santa claus he was a fabulous santa claus but kurt russell
0: i won't speak (sighs) kurt russell's is like yes the best he he is beautiful love kurt russell yeah at any age santa claus is santa claus the santa claus tim allen yes i don't want to be attracted to santa claus to be fair I have no interest in finding Santa Claus attractive. <laughs> Wait a so me I'm get solid. Weird for me. Well, I'm solid with Tim Allen over here. Kurt Russell and Overboard. Oh. Yeah. You know, I used to, uh,
1: my parents knew Tim Allen growing up.
0: Yeah, I remember you saying
1: that. And he would scare me with his laugh.
0: Well. <laughs> that was terrifying. terrible. <laughs>
1: that's terrifying. Yeah. Um, the Yule Cat is hailing from Iceland and he is Gryla's pet. The little kitty. Oh, okay. Uh, he lives on a diet of children. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, stop, stop. oh my God. Why is everyone dying? While other figures care about behavior, Yule Cat doesn't. You just eat he just eats anybody? He wants to eat. What's the lesson in that? The only way to deter the Yule Cat is to get a piece of clothing for Christmas. <laughs> In Icelandic tradition, if children finish their chores in time, they get a new piece of clothing on Christmas Eve. Oh. Yule Cat will peer through the windows and see if kids are getting new clothes. If they don't, you're dead. They get eaten.
0: Oh, my God. This is really... It's going yes. real dark. Okay. Real dark. Yeah.
1: Now we have Lussie. Nowadays, she is known as Lucia. She wears a crown of candles and a white sash. sash you know, St. Lucia. Mm-hmm. You've heard of this mm-hmm. one. It's celebrated on December 13th. St. Lucia's Day is a Christian feast to celebrate Lucia of Syracuse, who was said to bring food to Christians who were hiding from the Romans in the catacombs. And she lit her way through the catacombs with candles on her head. Okay. A few centuries ago, St. Lucia was different. She was known as Lussie. On the night uh, before December 13th, Lussie would roam the earth, and it was known as Lussie's Night. She was depicted as a demon monster sent to, said to be hideous. She traveled by broomstick and has a legion of demons, trolls, and other demonic beings. What's a legion?
0: Uh, like a gaggle? Like three, a bunch of them. A 3,000
1: 3, to 6,000 people, figures, demons, beings.
0: That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a, a big gaggle.
1: It's a legion. Dang. She, along with her legion, would spread chaos and destruction. She would destroy property, crops, and livestock. And she would also kidnap or kill anyone who was caught wandering outside.
0: She sounds like a gem.
1: She does. The only way for children to escape Lussie is to listen to their parents, go to bed, and more importantly, stay in bed. Which we all know, that is not always no, it's easy. not.
0: You mean how I caught my daughter watching her ipad at 2 a.m actually it was 4 a.m by the time i realized what was going on
1: my 10 year old came into my room the other night because their ipads go in my room at night yeah she came into her room at like three o'clock in the morning to grab her ipad and i i wake up to yeah. most things and i'm like georgia yeah <laughs> but put it down oh that's what pretty much happened mm-hmm. except sometimes you don't wake up and then they just start yeah, on it all night and then they're grumpy the next day which was today uh, yeah uh, That's tough. At least, like, there's a bunch of half days coming up. Oh, that doesn't help you, does it? Mm -mm. (laughs) Does not. (laughs) Um, The parents would say that they were going to ward off Leslie by locking the doors and putting up a sign, the sign of the cross on their homes, only if their children went to bed. Hmm. The parents were using this one. Yeah. Now we have the Caracololos. It is a lore in Bulgaria, Turkey, and Serbia. is portrayed as a cross between the devil and Sasquatch. Oh, my God. Finally! Oh, what? Finally, we have a cross between devil and Sasquatch.
0: Well, thank God. I was getting worried. In,
1: in Turkey, the Karakonkulos was said to stand on street corners at night during winter and ask people passing by riddles. If the passerby answered the riddle while using the word black, they could keep going. If not, he would strike them dead with one blow. So much death. In Serbia and Turkey, he would disguise his voice as someone's friend or family member and lure them out into the snow. That sounds like a mimic, which is terrifying. Yeah. In Turkey, he would put people into a trance and have them forever roam the land. And in Serbia, he would jump on people's backs and use them as a taxi, demanding they carry him around wherever he wanted to go. The person, exhausted, would then would be released when the sun came up. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you are dumb enough to invite the Karakonkolos into your house, he would imitate his host's behavior. But if you get to him before he gets to you, you could set fire to a thread of silk, And the Karakonkalos would set fire to his own fur and run from the house screaming, looking for water to extinguish himself. So you could invite him in to get rid
0: of him, but you're taking a risk. Yeah, because it might fuck you over in the... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Now we have the Kilikantzaros. Kilikantzaros. It's folklore from Southeast Europe and parts of Asia. The Kilikin Kazaros are demon-like creatures to res- who reside in the underworld. All year, their task is to try to cut down the World Tree. The World Tree is from Persian mythology, and it's a giant tree. It's it's like if you look at it, there's this giant tree. The top part is heaven, the middle part is earth, and the bottom roots are the underworlds, like the tree okay. of life. Yeah, but it's how they depict right everything all, of, all the worlds. Yeah. The are gi- use a giant saw that they push and pull on either end without stopping for almost 12 months. So you know those big saws where you hold one end and somebody holds the other and you kind of go back and forth? They have that, but it's giant, trying to cut down the tree of life. Okay. During the 12 days of Christmas, when the sun stops moving, like uh-huh. we talked about that, <laughs> so the sun sun, sto- sun stops moving south and stays put before it starts moving north again. So during those 12 days, the Kilikinsaros are released to the surface where they can wreak havoc on sinners. They are known to sit on doors of brothels and pounce and attack those who exit, because obviously they sinned.
0: Makes sense. I like that better than gutting children, so, I mean, I'll take it.
1: They would also steal children.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Why do I speak?
1: If you were born during these 12 days, they would, you know steal you and turn them into one of them. That's Uh how they got their numbers going. Uh Uh-huh. New parents could keep their baby safe from the Kilikinsaros by binding the babies in straw and garlic. Okay. Yep. You could keep them away from your home by putting a colander outside, and that's because they would, if they saw all the holes of a colander, Mm -hmm. like from the shadow, they'd have to count each hole. However, because the number three is holy in Greek... They'd skip that number, and they'd have to start counting all over again, because they didn't get the correct number of holes. So that would keep them occupied until they would go away, because they could only be out at night. So when the sun came up... They'd which, be gone. How do you how do you count the shadow of a colander if the sun is down? Maybe they just counted the holes and not the shadow? I took that as you would count the shadow.
0: I... I don't know. I, I wasn't there. I don't know either. I just... <laughs> They're counting holes of a colander, but they have to skip number three? What the hell? Yep. But then, if you kept the colander out again, the next night they'd come back, and I'm going to count
1: these numbers, and they just wouldn't get it.
0: Oh, they're so dumb. I
1: know. After the 12 days, the sun would start moving northward again, and they'd return to the underworld. When they got there, they would find that the world tree had repaired itself, and they'd have to begin all over again. Oh, sucks to suck. Last but not least. We have Hans Trapp, the Christmas Scarecrow. Mm-hmm. This is a French legend, primarily in the region of Al Sacré and Lorraine. Mm-hmm. Hans Trap is based on an actual figure. He lived in the 1400s and was very rich and held a lot of power. He was also very ruthless, and most people in the area were scared of him. He held so much power, but he was like any selfish person, wanted more and more power, and he began to make deals with the devil to gain more power. When the Pope heard that he was making deals with the devil, he had him excommunicated and banished from the region into the mountains. He roamed the mountains until he ended up in Bavaria, Germany, um, and he had nothing at this point, so he made a home out of sticks in the mountains. He lived there for a while then decided he wanted to start eating humans.
0: I mean, that seems like a logical transition. I think that's just how things go. Yeah.
1: He would dress up. That's when he became known as the Christmas Scarecrow because he would dress up as a Scarecrow and come down out of the mountains where he would wait on the roads until someone came by. One day he kidnapped kidnapped a boy, took him back to the mountains, and began to cook him. Before he could take a bite, a bolt of divine light came down and struck him dead and killed him. However, today children are told... Not today. Children were still told Mm -hmm. back then that Hans Trap's spirit will still roam the earth on the holidays, and if they are naughty, he will put on his scarecrow disguise and get them.
0: Merry Christmas. I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like the next time I hear someone being like, how fucked up it is to manipulate your kids at Christmas by telling them... we are so (laughs)
1: much better than...
0: So, so like, I'm going to be like, look, Linda.
1: <laughs> Let me tell you Let me tell about you about
0: which one. I don't even know where to start.
1: I think the slit your belly one.
0: That one was pretty bad. What was that one's name?
1: Oh, not the Yule Lads, not Gryla, not Straggle. Perchta. Perchta. Let me tell you about a woman
0: named Perchta. Perchta. Mm-hmm. She'll gut your belly and stuff you full of straw. And pebbles. And pebbles. Don't forget the pebbles. Don't forget the pebbles. Well, um, yeah, I'm going with, um, I like Santa Claus. No Krampus? Uh, No Krampus. I'm solid on the Krampus front.
1: I'm going to get a picture of us with Krampus. We'll find out. Our favorite kindergarten teacher and I have a picture for the last, like, three
0: years with Krampus. Because I hope you guys do it again. With (laughs) (laughs) She can be on our Christmas card instead of me. It's fine. I'm not mad. I don't know, you guys. Maybe we'll put up a poll. Would you rather see us with Krampus or see us lunatic soup style?
1: Oh Wait, wait. What's your scenario again?
0: Us. One of us is the Grinch. The other is Santa Claus. Surrounded by different plethoras of lunatic Oops. soups pretending to be passed out drunk under the tree. 20 that out of 10.
1: quite the painted picture. It is going to be epic. I'm still going with Krampus. Mm,
0: we'll put up a poll. I think we need to have a soup with Krampus. Okay. Krampus <laughs> can't have a soup with that mask on. It's not a mask. It is a mask. <laughs> He's not real. <gasps> I said it. I said it.
1: Either is the Grinch.
0: Of course the Grinch isn't real. Santa is. Shh. You can't even say that's false.
1: No, I can't because Santa is
0: real. I know. Thank you. Anywho, I don't care. I'm not claiming the Grinch is real, but at least the Grinch turned good. It's a good story. It has a good end. <laughs> None of my had a good end. Have horrible ends. <laughs> Still caught up on the the goat fantasizer. <laughs> <laughs> the goat fancier. That's what it was. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> the fantasizers All of them, were, them sounds like... like a goat porn, but I don't think it was sheep. I'm way off, you guys. <laughs>
1: All of them are, like, mischievous, like, I'm gonna lick the spoon, Yeah. it's
0: there's the this goat, goat fancier. One's gonna smell for bread, the other's gonna take your candles, he's gonna lick a bowl.
1: Uh, yogurt licker.
0: Yeah, sheep fancier is what it was.
1: <laughs> Candle snuffer.
0: Anyways, well, I hope Solid. you guys enjoyed that. I'm unsure if I did. <laughs> I did, it was good. Wild to hear, though, it is, I will, will end this with... that it is wild to hear all of the things that it's obvious has taken from different lore to be, like, what our Santa Claus is today.
1: Yes, and what our traditions are today. Everything's kind of... And there was even some crossover to the, you know, Christian story of Jesus. Yeah. Like, there's all of these things that create our holiday today from different parts of the world. Yes,
0: which I feel like is what, if any holiday... That's what it is. Like mm-hmm. it's a. It comes from somewhere else, and we form it into what it is, and Americanize the shit out of it until we get to Valentine's Day. I see. I can handle Valentine's Day. Fuck it up for me. Fuck up Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, I will. Don't care about that at all. I will. Christmas, I care about, and my birthday. If you fuck up my birthday for me, I'll really fuck you up. You haven't even thought about it.
1: I will find something. And too late. I... You already have
0: a recording schedule down. <laughs> <laughs> I will do my own TikTok. fine then um all right you guys well thank you for joining us for the uh utter chaos that that was that was pretty chaotic i hope you all have nightmares about many things Uh, you guys can thank meg for that okay that was not me i loved it i'm so glad you did i thought it was fun
1: so Never again. Because you want to hear the lore and what brought on these traditions. You're you right. You know what? You, Not you everything do. is candy and lollipops.
0: I fucking love candy and lollipops. So let me live in my fucking I, I gumdrop like world over either. here. It's a marshmallow world over here. Okay, I like being there. I like liquor. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. Um. Anyways, you know where you can find us on all the socials. Lunatic Soup Podcast.
1: On all the things, lunatic lunatic suit podcasts at gmail.com. We are gearing up for season two after the new year. So if you have anything you want us to cover, please email us, yep.
0: DM us. We are definitely open for stories. We we didn't end up reading any that we've gotten so far, which we might end up combining them into a episode maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but our episodes just go for too long right now, so it's hard to incorporate do not go those. for too long. Mm, they do. Uh, not too, too long. But, you know, we don't want to kill you guys. I know that you can only take so much of our, uh... Lunacy? Yeah, pretty much. Um, but, uh, go get yourself a lunatic soup.
1: Please do. And remember, in this crazy world...
0: It's good to be a lunatic. Bye. Bye.